Hello, mother rogues and father rogues. I have decided to leave off the local and long-distance non-residential parents bit because we all know who we are. We are local and long-distance parents who don't live with our kids. And it sucks for us every day. Right now, it really sucks for me because, like I said, I did not rest. Ergo, I am on disability. Ergo, I am unable to travel to see my son. And I had to cancel plans at the last minute. Because there is no accounting. Okay, Rocky, you can have my cryomax wrist freezing thingy. Anyway. Because there is no accounting for, like, smart when you try to do five billion different things with wrists that are suffering from carpal tunnel syndrome due to overuse. And then, well, oh, yay. Yeah. I overused them, and then I had surgery and proceeded to overuse them some more. Duh. So, I did a blog on the Mother Rogue a lot of years back about why I pay child support cheerfully. And I don't pay child support anymore because I am co-legal guardian, not putting the ice packs away. I'm only supposed to use them for short periods of time. And, but I am co-legal guardian, not a non-custodial parent. Well, okay, I'm still a parent. It's just that my son is 19 anymore, so I lose the stigma of being a non-custodial mom. All I have to say is my son lives with, in his, is 19, and he lives with his father in New Jersey. Oh, that was a glorious day when my son turned 18. No more explanations. Hell, I don't even explain that he has autism. Does this matter? Does the price of tea in China matter? That's a nice tumor you got in your mouth, dog. He's got a Kong ball. You know what does matter? And I really wish I could throw it, but I can't. Anyway, for me, we know. Biggest violin, multiple, orchestra. So, anywho, I have talked about child support and the importance of financially supporting your kids. And I have been through enough financial hardships to know that occasionally it's very hard to financially support your children. Um, And those child support payments are egregious, even when they're minor, even when you can afford them. They're like this permanent link between you and your ex-fearless co-parent. And your current fearless co-parent, your ex-partner, and they're not fun. They're not fun if you have to write the checks because I will be damned. I don't know about any other state in the United States, but I do know about New Jersey and oh God, they make it difficult to be not a deadbeat. The number of hoops I had to jump through, I'm going to pause and answer the phone. So anywho, as I was saying before, I was so rudely interrupted by a spam caller promising to lower my interest rate. Didn't know I had one. Moving on. I, yeah. (laughs) So New Jersey makes it bloody impossible to pay child support. There have been a couple of times when I've either been in between jobs and my garnishment, which is what I had prior to my son uh, turning 18, just you know, there wasn't a paycheck to grab it from or the infrastructure wasn't there yet. Um, 
And when I went out on short-term disability the first time, which uh, was back in 2015 for neck surgery, and I was out for six weeks, oh, that was horrendous. I, I had to find a way to pay them. And then there were like 10 different hoops I had to go through. It was like, dude, I can't drive. I can't get down to Western Union. And I have to reset my password 10 times. Why is there just not a link with my case number and the, you know, a place where I can input my case number, my PIN, and give you my credit card or a bank check or something, you know? Here, take the money. It's my kid. No, no, no. Sorry, New Jersey. Or rather, New Jersey to me. Sorry, ma'am. We'd prefer you be a deadbeat. Right. The problem is that, like you, um, I am not a deadbeat, and I take my commitment to my son as seriously as you take your commitment to your child. And that means providing for them, even when you may not have the money, even when you feel like you shouldn't, even when, and this is really common with non-custodial moms, it's always like a, ooh, you have to pay child support? Now, no, I'm allowed to be non-residential custodian. My son lives with me for like, you know, 50, you know, 25 weekends a year. and my ex-husband just pays for everything. I'm off the hook. Not really. So I do pay my child support, or I did when I when I paid it. I paid it quite cheerfully, and I, I actually didn't mind. Um, even when, you know, I, I didn't have the money, I didn't mind. When my ex requested an increase, I'd be like, okay, so just put the paperwork through. Um, or, <laughs> and I figured that if I didn't have the exact amount, because there were times when I was underemployed or unemployed during those years, if I didn't have the exact amount, I could still find a way to pay something. And it was important because that was my child. When, you know, children are essentially vulnerable up to a certain age, and even after that age, they are emotionally vulnerable. And one of the biggest arguments among parents uh, or ex-parents, you know, co-parents is is money. You know, my ex-husband, for instance, wanted me to spring for a new bed one day because he wasn't smart enough to keep my, to tell my son, okay, you've jumped on your bed five times, you've broken it twice, or I'm just going to let you sleep on a mattress on the floor until you learn otherwise. Yes, I'm a bit old school. Uh, and he hit me up for a bed and I was like, it's not really my responsibility. It wasn't my house, but okay. To keep the peace, uh, to avoid lawyers, fine. Um, and there were, but there were things also that I set my foot down on. For instance, it was really important for my um, son to go through the CCD program, Catholic Catechetical Doctrine, and uh, be confirmed and he's autistic. I asked him, you know, exactly what he thought this meant. And he really didn't understand it other than it was important to his grandparents. And I was like, that's on you. (laughs) Because if it was something my son wanted, absolutely, I would pay for it. But it was something my ex-husband wanted for him that he really wasn't going to get any benefit from. And my parting of the ways, sort of, not quite, with the Roman Catholic Church came right around the time of my annulment. So I value everything I learned there, but I am 
what is best known as a lapsed Catholic. I'm still faithful. Uh, I'm still good job, dog. Uh, but anyway, I just, I don't care what you believe in. Just don't tell me I have to believe in it. And if you want to be Roman Catholic, I got no problem. It's just not the way I choose to celebrate my faith. So, um, but anywho, there were things like that. Okay. Uh, likewise, you know, I, I got stuck paying for a lot of my son's clothes and whenever he visited. And I actually didn't mind that because I had the money. I could have asked my ex too. And I had period, I have periodically asked him, you know, just send a suitcase up. And I've actually got a good enough relationship with him that I'm able to help him pack for my son or help my son pack for himself. But you know, a lot of times I would always have at least one spare set of clothes in case something, you know. Okay, so I'm a mom, and going out to Kohl's and shopping for my son just made me feel like a real mom, like a genuine mom. This was something I was doing. The same way, Joey has pretty much always had a dresser wherever I've lived. There's been a dresser of clothes, and he only comes up here for his breaks, but there's still that dresser. Because that dresser in that room with his Xbox and his video games, I go down there. I've been avoiding it the last couple of weeks because I really miss him and it just saps me. But that bedroom, that dresser makes me feel like more of a parent. But what I've learned over the years is that you can, it's important to pay your, your support payments. If you can't make the entire thing, do what you can, work it out with the court or your ex or whatever, but make it clear that you're not deliberately not doing it. Now, this is dumb, okay? This is superior, superiorly dumb, and that you should even have to make this clear. But people get neurotic about two things in particular, kids and money. Um, and. And there are a couple others, but when you're a, when you're a fearless co-parent, kids and money are the two biggest. So you shouldn't have to make it clear that you're going to support your kid, and you shouldn't have to explain that things are money's a little bit tight right now. Um, and you shouldn't have to talk about where the check is. It should just you know seamlessly go into an account. And if you have a hard time remembering to cut that check, or if your ex ex is complaining about it, you know just go and in, go into your payroll if you have that open to you and. Splice it right off the top. Yay! That third break comes courtesy of the dog who stepped over my microphone. I got to pace a little bit. I can walk. <laughs> Ugh, I hate. I don't know what to do with myself, folks. I, I don't stop. And here I am, and I'm forced to stop. And I'm about to be forced forced to sit down, which really sucks. But anyway, so yeah. Uh, set up an account that you and your ex mutually agree on. And actually that's not a bad way to do it because then you feel like you have some control and direct deposit uh, the amount into that account. So it just, you know, and then that helps you because you know exactly how much money is in your paycheck that you can spend. You're not writing a separate check. It's not a bill. Um, it's something you do without thinking about. And that really is how supporting your kids should be. It should be something that, and financially as well, something that you don't even think about doing. You just kind of do. 
Um, we're all good parents, and that's exactly what what being a good parent is about. That worry that you carry in the back of your mind, that email that you rattle off to the school when you to check in periodically about how your kid is doing. Um, that email that you, those pictures that you send saying, hey, look, we had a good weekend, or hey, look, I didn't make it down and I promised I would, or the birthday cards you send, or the calls that you make unfailingly every day, every day in the morning or in the evening or both. The number of times that your surly teenager doesn't pick up FaceTime and you get sad and disappointed because, oh, you know they got other things to do, you know they love you, they're just busy. Um, cause that's what te- the way teenagers are. All of that makes you a good parent. Now, not, not paying child support does not make you a bad parent. It, it means that you've got stuff in your life and you just, <laughs> um, perfectly honest, my audience has stuff in their life and for whatever reason, they just can't afford it. Because if you're deliberately, if you have the cash in hand and you're deliberately ducking your support payments, you're inviting an argument with your ex that you don't need. And, um, yeah, no, I, I've always made it a point and I would encourage you to make it a point to absolutely financially support your kids in whatever way you can. Um, and really because number one, it's part of your, our jobs. And number two, because it does save a lot of hassle with our exes. It really does. Um, because people get funny about kids and money, and even though it's illegal to revoke access or base access uh, according to financial payments, it does happen. And you don't want to give anyone that excuse. You can say no to the $100 Nikes. You can say no to the unmedically, unsocially, unIEP necessary $300 summer camp. Um, you can send your daughter to um, TJ Maxx to get her prom dress. Believe me, she'll get the same dress for a better deal than she would at Nordstrom. You can't not pay child support. So, and that's just my philosophy. So, unless, of course, you're not ordered to. But this is why I pay it, pay it cheerfully, because like you, I take my obligation to my son, um, my kid as serious as a heart attack. And it really does alleviate a lot of debates. Now, custody agreements, child support agreements, they all have different things and, you know, built in. Like I'm on the third, I'm on, I was on the hook for a third of my son's medical. And um, my ex-husband was supposed to buy his clothing and send a suitcase with him. Okay. So obviously I bought clothes for my son because, and still do, because it makes me feel like more of a parent when I do. Neurotic, didn't mention that. And my ex-husband in turn doesn't hit me up for those, you know, $10 co-pays or the, you know, the annual physicals. Um, It's kind of like we look at it and say, okay, you pay for this. I pay for this. Oh, you drive down here all the time. You save me my gas. I'll just cover this expense here that came up. So stuff like that. Now, we've been separated uh, 15 years this year. So yeah, we make it work. This is kind of end game. But we started that 10 years ago when I moved up to Massachusetts. That's just how it all worked out. But so those are things that are like fungible and, and flexible, but child support is not. 
Um, even now, I am not legally on the hook for financial support. My son is disabled. He's on SSI. So, but I still deposit yeah, hundred bucks or so into a trust account um, for his future and to provide for anything that you know my ex-husband doesn't have the money for or that Social Security doesn't pay for. So why? Because that's my obligation. Everybody has a different opinion about this, but again, it's really one solid way to avoid an argument with your ex-co-parent. It also prevents a lot of talk about who pays for what in front of your child when you're not around. Um, Because parents do bitch about each other in the presence of their kids. You've caught yourself doing it. Your fearless co-parent does it when you're not around. And this is just one less thing to complain about you about. So these are all good reasons why I pay my child support cheerfully. And there are multiple ways of doing it. And there's no harm, no foul in a garnishment, except that it does ding your credit rating. It's a soft hit. Maybe you don't want that. But it keeps you honest, too. It just comes off the top of your paycheck and you're done. You know exactly how much you got paid. Uh, so, but it is important, and this is why I do it cheerfully. And may you, if you have to go through the court system to do this, may you not be living in New Jersey and not have to deal with the New Jersey state child support payment system, which would prefer you be a deadbeat and not pay. No idea why. Anywho, it's a longer episode than usual. Please feel free to chime in with your comments, your questions, however you feel. Keep me entertained while I am out yet again on more disability. Um, I need to type. I need to type. I need to write. But Christina MR68 at readactively.org. That's Christina with no H. One let one word MR Christina MR68. Or you can find me at Christina MR68 on uh, Twitter or at themotherrogue.com or at themotherrogue on Twitter or www.themotherrogue.com. Obviously, that blog is a little out of date because I have not been typing since a long time, uh, except for work. But you are welcome to troll through the archives and see what else I've had to say. And there are some good links to other articles I have written about uh, about co-parenting constructively and and the non-custodial journey. Um, I welcome your feedback. I welcome your support um, in terms of I support you. And if you have any words of wisdom to get me through the next till May, (laughs) please offer them. Um, That song is really true. I count the days and the miles back home to you. Um, Because wherever Joey is, is, is just home to me. Kiddo, I hope you hear this someday, and I hope you know how much I loved you. And your kids already know how much you love them. We are all good parents. Give ourselves a round of applause if you have palms. And I will see you next week. This is the Mother Rogue, signing off.